BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Who wants to see a blowjob? Hello, Perth. I enjoy antiquing. Hello and welcome. We're back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am, as always, your host, Brian Beckner. Stoked you're here. Stoked you could join us. Um, a lot of... I, I, called, I called down the thunder and now I got it. I asked for feedback last week via all the means that we have available to us to communicate, and we got them. So we're going to get into that in a minute. Episode 56, for the people that for the people that didn't reach out this week, and if you want to, you're going to listen to these people that did reach out, you're going to want to be a part of this. So um, ways you can do that. You like our Facebook page, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. You follow us on Twitter at Brian Beckner, at Easy Ed Daily, at Fancy Sauce. You email the show, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com, or my new favorite way, you leave us a voicemail. And we have a couple to play later. 949 464 TBLS. Any thoughts you have about the show, about anything, um, please leave us a voicemail if we like it. It'll get played on the show. If we hate it, it'll for sure get played on the show. Uh, today on the show, an ESPN reporter doing very important draft-related reporting. Instead of tweeting a link to some guy's, I don't know, blue-gray game highlights. Do they still play that? <laughs> what, are the, what are the All-Star games? Senior Bowl. His Senior Bowl stats. Uh, he accidentally tweeted a link to porn, which is very, very fun for me. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. Also, update on Bogan Bob Allenby, the Aussie golfer who had a drunk, just who knows what happened, episode. There's more details coming out, most of them coming from homeless people, by the way, which is great. I love it when homeless people are sources, and they, these seem pretty reliable. So we'll talk about Bob Allenby. Um, also, a lot of you, we talk about this a lot, a lot of you are parents out there, any of you that are parents that have been through the potty training wars will be able to identify, uh, but a woman in Hawaii who, who led a potty training boot camp um, has been charged with injuring one of the children, and we're going to talk about that because we want to talk about potty training. Um, and then uh, another update. It's a lot of it's an update heavy show today. Um, last week we talked about the two Southern California teachers that were throwing beach camp out fuck parties for their students. Come on down to the beach. I'll bring the booze, and one of you lucky guys will get to have sex with me. And a couple teachers got in trouble for that. And now another the, the art teacher. I mean, he, art teacher was off the board as who was going to come out and defend, maybe shop, gym. It definitely, it definitely wasn't like civics uh, or algebra. The art teacher has gotten himself suspended after vehemently defending or tr- trying to make sense of the – actually, he was taking shots at the kids on Facebook. So we're definitely going to update you on the SoCal teacher sex story from last week. Uh, and then, of course, 
fancy pop. Kate McManus will join us with her ever popular fancy pop pop culture segment. Um, tough day today, though. We're as as we record, the Bachelor has yet to air. We have we had to abbreviate or or um, change our recording schedule this week and record a day early. So the Bachelor has not aired as of this recording. So no Bachelor update. I know that's going to bum a lot of people out. It's certainly going to bum me out. So uh, wait till next week, episode 57. We'll, we'll get you double caught up on The Bachelor and discuss everything that's going on there, especially because this week is the is the camping something something goes off during a camping trip on the bachelor this week they've previewed it looks like somebody hops in the tent and gives old farmer chris an hj maybe a bj maybe a no j maybe there's no j's involved and they're just hyping it up like they like to do uh but but we'll find out more about that later um in fancy pop uh as always i don't do this alone i do this with partners and of course my co-host Ed Daly, there's a blizzard in the in the northeast right now. Ed Daly is bunkered down somewhere. Kind enough to join us despite the the weather issues that they're having back east. Ed, how are you doing? I'm delighted. Right now, there are two things that just have made me so happy the past few days. One, we've we've texted about it. The movie Whiplash. Oh, great I loved. movie. Oh, I loved it. Great movie. I loved Saw it this I weekend. Loved how in, how intense it was. That made me very happy that I f- like went to a movie that didn't wasn't disappointing. It was good. Made me think about it. I loved it. At, at, but, at one point during the movie, and I know you're a fan of this as well. At one point during the movie, Fancy Sauce, who was sitting next to me, reached over to hold my hand. And I know you're a big hand holder as well. Whoa. She reached over to hold my hand during the movie, and she she. Grab my hand, and then she. I saw her look towards me because my palms were sweaty because the movie was so intense. I was like gripping my palms, and I had sweaty palms from the movie Whip- Whiplash. Very intense, excellent movie. Go on it. But what really delighted me was the, the I wouldn't say scores of people, but the handful of people that were very disappointed slash angry with my. Uh, take on the Gro- Grateful Dead and jam bands, oh, right. and there were there were a lot of jam band yes, defenders yeah, out there. They're, and they're out there. Ed. To me, it, it delighted me. Yeah. People trying to poke fun at, at rap to 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 bolster yes. their argument for jam right. bands. It's like, listen, I, maybe maybe I just came off the wrong way. Maybe I was saying that this was an opinion that the Grateful Dead is terrible. I, I was not doing this. It's a statement was, of fact, is what you're saying. I was. I was stating fact. Yes. They are terrible. I um I don't I like I can appreciate the Grateful Dead. I am not though. I would never call myself a fan of the genre, the jam band genre of music. Well, I don't I can't support that so noodling on the guitar yes, for 17 minutes. Any shots taken at you would also be shots at me because I I I'm probably the only person on the show that has in fact Attended a fish concert. Oh no! And it no. was it was not the greatest Water. experience of my life. It was very very. They played for a very long time. There was a lots of jamming. There was lots of smelly smelly people. It was not the favorite my favorite day of my life. Um, but uh, you know, but you were on drugs. So. I don't think I, I don't think I was. Maybe that was a problem. How is that possible? Maybe, maybe that was a problem. I don't. I don't. I mean, I was in my early twenties, so there. I definitely would have had. Access to drugs, but I, I don't think that I took. I was didn't have any like, you know, serious drugs in, involved. Uh, uh, and, and, oh, that leads us to. Are you done? Do you have more? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. No, I'm done. Okay, I'm done. because that that that's a good segue. You're talking about movie, the movie Whiplash. Ed and I both emphatic thumbs up from from us. Great performances, great script, just everything. Just a just a cool little movie. And uh, and somebody left us a message, Ed, this week on the voicemail, the Baller Lifestyle voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. And this, this is from Brett in Illinois. I didn't know we had listeners in Illinois. I'm super stoked that we do. And Brett in Illinois it is into us talking about movies, and he wants more. Let's hear from Brett. You ready, Ed? 
All right. Let's, let's hear what Brent has to say. Hey, guys. It's Brett from Illinois. I have a request and a question. My request is that the Baller Lifestyle does a 2014 year in review for movies. I uh, really enjoyed the Oscar review from this week's podcast. And my question is for Ed. As the Dong correspondent for the show, why did you decline to review the Dong of the double dick dude? Um, it's been bothering me for several weeks now. Thanks. Bye. Ed, great, great question. You are, are you, is it only famous Dong you're into? You've, you've, often mentioned that any kind of um, athlete dong that you get near, you're going to have a look to get an idea of what they're packing. And yet, when we did a story here about the dude that possesses two functional dongs, double dick dude, um, you declined to have a look and review his two fully functional 10-inch penises. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know if this is just me, but I mean... Dicks are absolutely disgusting. I don't. I don't really like the look of seeing any dicks. I just feel there's just a part of me that wants to know when I recognize somebody, some famous person. Right. I just want to know what kind of heat they're packing. Yeah. But I don't. I don't actually enjoy looking at dicks. And like, there's the the worst thing to happen to the porn industry is the apple bag cam where yeah. they go for the undercarriage. Yeah. Like that. That makes me just. It, that's a mood killer. You- I. I, I I need very little uh, access to dongs ever. Yeah. yeah, you don't like you don't like dongs and porno. Like, are you you mostly like yeah. lesbian porno, solo I, porn? Yeah, lesbian solo. Or if it is like, I immediately will skip the first fifteen minutes. You don't watch the blowjob. The, why do they always start with the, who wants to see a blowjob? So that's not that's not enjoyable. When to you're watch. watching when you're watching porn, you're not fantasizing that you're the dude in the porn. No, I don't. No. I try to just pretend the dude isn't around. Yeah, you're just you're just observing. That's that's your perspective from porn. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, a lot of a lot of debate. I mean, speaking of double dick, dude, I, I got into this with Fancy Sauce earlier. She maintains that there's no way that those are two. Those are that double dick, dude. She thinks he's it's a hoax because does she think it's is a non-functioning dick with a regular dick, or does she just think he's making it? Well, no, he claims they're both functioning, but she says they're too they're too symmetrical. Like if if a dude really had two dicks, the second one would just be like a sad like little side dick. Yeah, like when you see somebody with two heads. Yeah, it's a great kind point. Of thing, yes. Yeah, that 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 head off to the side is right. usually just kind of like just hanging a bunch out of there. Parts. Yeah, yeah, like like a parasitic twin. Yes. Like like yeah. the, like the one dude like the dude from Total Recall. What's he called? Oh no! Why can't I oh, think of that? Oh my god! This is gonna drive me crazy. Uh, Watto. Is it Watto? <laughs> that sounds. I feel right. like I'm a little yeah. off. Uh, um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, like that. Okay, one one more voicemail, then we're going to get into the email. This is another one. This is this is somebody. I won't say we have two primary voicemailers. Mark the Nomad. Nothing from him this week. But we also have Rick Rome Show at Rome Show on Twitter. He likes to email in. And last week he took a shot or voicemail in. Last last time he called, he took a shot at Baller Lifestyle Podcast uh, guest Travis Rogers, uh, wanting to know what who he would have been in the Cobra Kai. Um, and this week he's coming in and he's taking a shot at me. And uh, so let's have a listen to that. You ready, Ed? Yeah. Here we go. Hey, fellas. This is Rick, at Rome Show on Twitter, your good friend and loyal listener. And I just had a, 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 con- a kind of a confusing thing from your last show, which was great, but I, I got a little confused. Early in the show, you had glossed over the fact that Brian had went antiquing. But then later in the show, when you were talking about Robert Allenby, Brian said that he could ne- he was never drunk enough to get lured anywhere. So that was kind of confusing to me because I'm sure that he had to get lured to go antiquing. So what what is it that happened there? 
I'm a little bit confused about that. Okay, I think it's clear here, Ed, to everyone involved, that Rome Show has an agenda. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have I have two things to say about Rome Show. Yeah. First of all, I, I recognize that name from, from Twitter. He is the best Twitter bio of anyone I've ever read. What, what is it? It says, it says, I have one friend, and that's Jim Nance. <laughs> I don't even get that. You know that. how he, yeah. he says, hello, friends. All right. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah. I always love it when I see that. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing is really to explain why you are antiquing, it's very simple. What? All you have to do is go back to our show a couple weeks ago. Yes. Uh, about and the story we did about Steve Croft, right. and it's kind of the same thing. It's a it's a woman, yes, and it's it's new love. No, new There's love. There's a lot of excitement. Yes, listen, you, trust me. In a in a decade, you're not going to be doing antiquing during the championship weekend. I wish I could. I wish I could. Uh, I wish that were true. Here's the thing. I enjoy antiquing. I like to go I'll, I'll tell you what when that day antiquing a couple good scores I found a, a really bitchin vintage western like cowboy shirt that I bought also a super dope it immediately went into the rotation got a new belt buckle an Olympia beer belt buckle and you're not just going to find that anywhere you're not you gotta go, you gotta search out to get the cool shit like you see me in wearing or having, owning. You got you gotta go look uh, for that kind of shit. I don't wanna move too fast for you, yeah. but have you ever heard of something called eBay? The internet. Yeah, I've heard of them. Oh. Yeah, uh, okay. also, here's the thing, and like I like sports. I'm a sports fan, but the uh, I'm not like a super big fan. I can't I can't really watch things that I don't have a rooting interest in. So, like, I like the Chargers. So, if the Chargers are in the AFC Championship game, you, for sure, I'm going to make a point to stay home and watch my team. But if it's two, like, arbitrary teams, like it was New England, and who's the other team? Indy, Indianapolis. Yeah. That's just not, doesn't carry a lot of excitement for me. Um, and say, I saw the end of that first game. It was good. It was good. But I'm just... I'm not that guy. Like, I'm not a guy that just stays home and watches football on Sundays, ever. I'm just not that guy. I go, you know what I do? I go antiquing. Mm. Speaking of that, now, 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 great job at Rome Show. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, and this could backfire on me. I could not follow through with this. Rome Show has, he may have earned my follow on Twitter. I'm just going to put that out there. I like Rome Show. He, he, Makes me laugh when he replies to my shit. I haven't gone and looked at his timeline. I could regret that. But Rome Show has endeared himself to me enough with his mean tweets towards me and his his agenda-based voicemails that he may have earned my Twitter follow, which I don't just give away. Yeah, I. you know what? I, again, I was complimenting his, his bio. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to follow him. Whoa, really? No, no, no. Don't, 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 don't take my thunder. I, I announced I was going to follow him first. You can okay. follow him if you'd like. You can follow. Yeah, you're gonna follow. Just, him? Yeah, okay. On a trial, on a trial basis. Trial basis. Yeah, yeah. We we may unfollow, but uh, I like Rome Show. He makes me laugh. Okay, from people with agendas to people with kind hearts. A couple emails, and this one. This is probably the best email I've ever received from our listener Wendy in Portland. This is very thought out. It's a bit long, and but not in not in the ish way of being long. Hi, Brian. Thought I would say hello from Portland. I get such a kick out of you and Travis on Fridays. Hearing Travis laugh so hard on the air is perfect. I listen at work, and I probably look like a nutcase laughing out loud all by myself in the office. Unfortunately, my office has windows that look out into a warehouse, so folks can see me sitting here all alone and laughing to myself. I followed you over to your podcast and love listening to you, Ed and Kate. I actually went back to the first podcast and it was not a very good podcast. I wouldn't yeah, recommend I, anybody doing I, that. I don't think that's a good idea yeah, at all. I actually went, it's the most downloaded by far and I really wish people would stop. I actually went back to the first podcast and have listened to all over the last couple of months. Wow. 56 episodes. Dedication. Deep. That's awesome. Great work. 
I now look forward to Thursdays like I look like I looked forward to the weekly serial podcast. I have so many things to comment on from your show, but I will mention just a few. I think Adnan is innocent. Well, hey, she gets a pass there. She's, she sounds delightful, so I'll just yeah, pretend I didn't yeah. hear that part. She loves the wacky Florida stories. Congratulations to you and Kate. I'm not sure what that means. I've never watched The Bachelor, <laughs> but Kate's updates make me want to watch that train wreck. Ed mm. agrees. I, I, <laughs> and you're, yeah. as, with, as with most things she's right on here, your take on the Ebola paranoia was spot on. She's correct there. Uh, regarding the Oregon Ducks, the only game I truly cared about was this year was the one against Florida, and to be honest, the last two games were the only ones I watched. My husband is the Ducks fan and alum in our home, and much to his chagrin, most of our conversations about the Ducks are spent with him listening to me rant about college sports and athletes. Cheers to you, Ed and Kate. Keep up the great work. Wendy from Portland. I love Wendy from Portland. She is... Yeah, we're, we're pro-Wendy, but I, I gotta yes, say go. a couple things with yep. Wendy. Wendy... Give your husband a break. Let, let's just we we all have an agreement in America that college sports we just kind of look the other way. It's, right. a, it's a farm system. It's just it's something to be entertaining. I'm watching a college basketball game right now. Like, don't worry about them going to class. That's that's not for us to worry about. This is just one more form of entertainment. Uh, okay, and one more email. It's an email heavy segment. It's a listener heavy segment here. We love 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 the feedback. This one's much shorter. It's from Zachary Alexander. Who says, has there ever been a more disappointing final season than the last season of The Wire? I mean, that shit was awful. And (laughs) Freeman is the worst spelling there is. F-R-E-A-M-O-N. That A has no right to be there. Wow. This is an excellent, excellent. I love this email on so many levels. If we hadn't just got that email from Wendy praising me endlessly, this might be my favorite email of all time. Zachary has a lot of points here. He's talking about the last season of The Wire. Ed, what are your thoughts? He couldn't be more right. First of all, I didn't – maybe at one point I knew. I didn't know about Freeman spelling. But I I really really appreciate someone pointing out bad spelled names. I – I, I hate bad spelled names. I agree. Um, uh, but he couldn't be more right about that fifth season. And I love The Wire, and Me I too. love thinking about The Wire and talking about The Wire. But like everybody just kind of forgets two thirds of the final season. Like the yep. criminals, all that stuff was still pretty good, and it was how it was. It was falling apart for Marlowe the- and, and Chris and Snoop and 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 uh, what's his name? Michael was getting right. you the, know more. The in- kids storyline was really prominent on season all five. That, that, was, that was all great. That stuff was good. Yeah, but the McNulty serial killer nonsense, really and, stupid. And the newspaper, it was it was awful. That it guy, really that guy bad. that played the the reporter, Scott Scott Hamilton, Scott. Scott no, something. Was it Scott Hamilton? Uh, <laughs> he, he. Every time I see him, you know, my my main goal in life is watching television and pointing out people that used to be on the wire. Sure. And every time I see that guy in something, I get so annoyed because he was such a douche on the wire. I really hated that character. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The whole. The whole. The. It really broke with the because everything was so true to life. Um, that was the, what was cool about the wire. There, you could really picture it being like that, and then all of a sudden, the last season, you have the main hero cop or the primary hero cop, the guy that did, that just wanted to fucking solve crimes, invented a fucking made up serial killer, and was right. framing murders, and it was really and yet, really bullshit. And yet, there weren't there weren't nine million cameras on his every move. Exactly. Like if if that happens, exactly. America would be tuned in nothing else. Exactly. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah, it was. And you know, looking back, like I remember when I watched The Wire when when it was on, I was just I watched the first season. I'm like, man, I love the show. And then season two with the Greeks and the and the ports, and I was like, what? You know, it's, uh, I'm not sure I'm as into the show as I once was. And then it got strong again in season seasons three and four, which were the best. And now looking back, rewatching season two is pretty good. Two is great. Two yeah. is great. I didn't. I, I, I thought I, one through four were all good. Yeah, but uh, they were very different. Two was a lot different. A lot different, and that's probably why I didn't like it the first time through. I didn't like it as much. But but in retrospect, great season, great and show, one, bad spelling. One other thing. Yes. Yeah, terrible spelling. Uh, one other thing. Uh, David Simon has officially burned all of the goodwill. 
I, I've read. He's I've a blowhard. He's a bit of a blowhard. Too many hard. interviews with that guy. Uh, how he insists that he doesn't like that people found Omar cool, and he doesn't he doesn't care if there's a ranking of the coolest Wire characters, and he's he's very angry about it. Like, buddy, you wrote a scripted show for HBO. You didn't do some like indie documentary where you're just trying to point out yes. real things. You were trying to make entertainment along with telling a story and you know telling a message, and that's fine. But don't pretend you're not part of the entertainment business, and of don't course. be angry for people for loving uh, characters you created. Like he's just an angry blowhard. I gotta agree, and also, and anyone that's seen Treme might agree that nope. maybe he is not part of the entertainment business. <laughs> and I, I hung on like uh, way too long with that show. Like I, I didn't go multiple seasons. I watched but, like, the first season. I watched the first season, and at the end of that season, I was like, what, what, what was that? Yeah, I'm like, nothing happened here. John Goodman like jumped off a ferry. That's it. And That's Steve, all that Steve, happened all season. And, and Steve Zahn annoyed the shit out of yeah, everyone. Super annoying. And the guy that played Lester Freeman was super annoying on Tremaine. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. That was an excellent email. Zachary Alexander, you should be very yeah. proud of yourself. That yeah, is the kind of – introducing topics that we're interested in is yeah. the, the utmost most goal for our listeners and that that would, that did a great job of that. Um so, yeah, email us, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com, or send us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. Ed, we are the sports show of record. You, as Brett in Illinois pointed out, are the dong guy, <laughs> the dong reviewer of record. Uh, but let's we're, we're talking sports. Let's get into some sports topics. What is going sure. on that we need to know about? Last week, ESPN National Recruiting Analyst Jerry Hamilton meant to tweet out the stats for high school linebacker Rohan Smith. Instead, he tweeted out a Pornhub link that sent users to exclusiveteenporn.com. Ah. The, <laughs> the link was quickly fixed, but not before screenshots made the rounds. The link featured a 20-minute session from Little Anal Angels 2-star Crystal Boyd. Boyd, who also starred in Teenage Sodomy 4, has seen an uptick in popularity since the event. Yeah. Ha- Hamilton's yet to comment. Brian, w- what do you think was a worse career decision? Hamilton copying and pasting the porn link or Boyd starring in the utterly forgettable Amateur Anal Attempts 31? Well, here, I definitely – I wouldn't want it known that – this the girl in these porns, Crystal Boyd. I wouldn't want anyone to know that I know that she's called Angelica on different porn sites. <laughs> like I would, it would be very embarrassing to me to have recognized her from somewhere else and know her other name. I'm glad what? I don't. <laughs> what do you think he's doing with the copy and paste? When are you copying and pasting a porn leak? I don't know. Like emailing him. Like, like remember when? Like, did he emails buddies? Like, check this out. I found a teenager. Like, I, I don't, I don't mess with teen porn, even no, if they really are no. thirty five. Yes, like I agree. Because you never know. What if? What if they're not thirty? I agree. You know, like, I agree. I, I, li- I like. Oh, I like seeing women in my porn. I like. Yeah. I like to see I'm, a woman, not a girl. I'm. I'm not into. I've never clicked on the teenage link. I agree. Um, well, yeah, I don't know why anybody would be have cutting and pasting porn links, and <laughs> well, except for what maybe. Was he up to? Well, he's probably he's a busy guy. He's out there with his stopwatch, time in forties, and he's reading all the reports on who's going where, and he's getting his mock drafts ready. So maybe he's so busy that when he's he takes a couple minutes to search some porn and when he finds a good teen amateur link that he likes he emails it to himself so he can masturbate to it later that would be yeah. my guess yeah. i don't know i think it's awesome uh, it's just yeah. funny to me that like do you think this guy real maybe realized like maybe this was str- strategic that he knew that more people many more people would look at his twitter and click on his links if he was tweeting links to porn, even if it was air quotes accidentally. Like, right. Pe- That's a pretty bum job. Yeah, people like, are being being the high school recruiting oh, yes. guy for ESPN. Like, 
You're just hanging out at high school. Yes. Yeah. You're not you're good. staying in like Best Westerns and Super yeah. 8s and you're nothing – you know, you don't have a big expense account. You're flying. You're taking buses places and yeah, he probably he probably was being strategic and he was tweeting porno links because no one really wants any Rohan Smith related <laughs> news. Like, hey, do you want to see some hot porn? No. I'm in the midst of a scintillating Rohan Smith <laughs> update right now. Right, uh, yeah. you should see how you should see how he runs through those cones. Right, exactly. Well, I hope Rohan Smith has any kind of as much hip swivel as what's she called, Christy, Crystal Boyd. I know, <laughs> I know her Boyd. as Angelica or Ebby. She's both Angelica and Ebby. I mean, I, I'm just guessing. I, I don't really know that. Uh, okay. Amateur anal attempts thirty one. Like, come on, there, there, you could you could probably come up with a new title. I like that it's attempts. Like attempt right, like you you might see might, a few misses, a couple broken successful. dicks, a couple broken dicks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what is the next story? Oh, our pal Bob Allenby. With each passing day, Australian golfer Robert Allenby's story of getting kidnapped from a wine bar is coming apart at the seams. Now, GolfChannel.com has laid out an approximate timeline, and as you mentioned at the at the top. This timeline is sort of cobbled together from homeless people's accounts. So the timeline kind of reads like a homeless person's uh, account right, of, right. of things. 11.06 p.m., Alan B., his caddy, and another friend begin talking to two men and a woman at a wine bar, Amuse. Yeah. Several minutes later, Alan B.'s credit card was used to purchase two bottles of tequila at a local liquor store. Li- liquor store. 20 minutes after he left the restaurant... Two homeless men found Allenby passed out about 100 yards from the wine bar. The men claimed Allenby was out of it and spoke of a third man who was supposed to pick him up. Oh, yeah. Allenby is next spotted at a strip club a mile away from a muse. This is, this, this, this is, wait, this is a baller move. Being passed out on your face on the sidewalk only to be spotted later partying at a strip club. Like, second wind. This strikes me as the, something that, um, Craigslist threesome guy would not be a stranger to. Oh, I'm sure. Like he, I'm sure. these I, guys could party together. Sure, I've yeah, I've seen him fall on his face and then go to a bar yeah. after. Okay, for sure. Continue. Um, witnesses say said Alan B and his friends rang up a thirty four hundred dollar bill yep. at the strip club. Yep. And then at one a.m., the same homeless man from before who found Alan B. Uh, he found him again about 50 feet from the first spot. Allenby then fell and busted up his own face. And at 1.27 a.m., a homeless woman named Charade Keen helped drunken Bob into a cab. Allenby now claims he was drugged by the men who approached oh, yeah. him in the wine bar. Brian, what the fuck is going on with Bob Allenby? I don't know, but that $3,400 uh, strip club tab, that really sticks in my craw because one time, Ed. Yeah. Many, 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 many years ago, and I'll admit something here. This is this isn't easy for me, but I once got suckered into buying a stripper a cherry coke, oh, no. and that thing was like fourteen fucking bucks. <laughs> like I didn't know that scam, but anybody that's been to a strip club before, when the when the stripper tries to order a drink on your tab, ne- oh, go no, no, nope, nope, nothing for her. She'll have nothing because they really jack up the prices of the drinks for the strippers. That's 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 an income source for them. Um, so I, you know, maybe yeah, he had a thirty four hundred dollar tab, but maybe he bought her like two or three cherry cokes, and that and that's how it got run <laughs> up so high. Um, this guy obviously has a problem, but he's it's kind of an awesome night, like. I, if this night had happened to me, I would be like telling my bros about it. I would really be wanting to be relive, reliving it because uh, this 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 isn't the kind of thing that happens to most people. This seems like a gopher broke kind of night for sure. Like yeah. he left it all out there on he left his face on some lava rocks on the street. <laughs> yeah, he's got some bad rash on his face. Yeah, he was passed out. He went and bought two bottles of tequila. Yeah. Then he's passed out on the street. In a, pl- in a planter, right? In I a think planter. The, the story last week was he was in a planter. Yeah. Then he's then later he's at a strip club where he's plunked down his Amex for a group of boys. Like, pretty awesome. And how bad a shape must you be for homeless people to be like, hey. Yeah, you, you need right? help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we put you in a cab? 
That's awesome. Okay, Ed, a couple more stories here. Um, Hawaiian potty training. Ed, this I thought you'd, as a, as a father, I thought you'd take interest in this. A Maui woman, hold on, headline, Maui woman on trial for allegedly injuring toddler during potty training boot camp. A Maui woman is currently on trial for allegedly injuring a 17-month-old boy. Maui News reports that the toddler's mother dropped him off to Rebecca Stapp's rented Waihu residence for, quote, potty camp. Stapp's business that aids children in toilet training. The first day of potty camp is the last day your child will wear a diaper, the company's website posts boasts. According to Deputy Deputy Prosecutor, boy, I can't read today. According to Deputy Prosecutor Justine Hura, when the toddler's mother picked him up that afternoon, Stapp readily offered an explanation for symmetrical bruising visible on the toddler's legs near his groin. Oh, cool. They beat them into going potty. Right. That seems like a help. The, the boy, yeah, like an animal. The boy's mother examined him more thoroughly later on and found additional bruising on his back, leading her to report the injuries to the police. This woman is now on trial. Apparently, they're using the um, newspaper method of toilet training the kid. Um, Ed, what is more difficult to believe? A 17 month old being potty trained or anyone being educated? On something from a Hawaiian. <laughs> yeah. There, there's two things that I would maybe trust a Hawaiian to teach me. One, to surf. Yes. And two, to play the ukulele. Right. And that's that's if they're 600 pounds or more. And Or three, to roll golfers in town for a tournament that are wasted at wine bars. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. Um, but this I, – I don't know who to re- – I, I kind of want to hate both sides equally. I – Child yes. abuse, I guess, has to go a little higher. Yeah. But, you know, anyone who falls for these quick fixes, yes. whether it's like the get the, those ads you see where get rich by stuffing envelopes from your own home yes. or Dr. Oz diet pills, that kind of nonsense. Yes. Like anyone who enrolls their kid in some sort of boot camp at like – would you say 18 months? 17. 17? Yeah. Like no. 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 And, there, and also the people who – claim they've got the answer key for nope. raising children those are the worst everyone's got their own take on how oh no trust me i you know i my I, my friend is a, a pediatrician i i know exactly how many hours of tv kids should watch per week no one blah, knows blah, blah. yeah nobody knows anything about anything you just do what you have to do for your kids and no 17 if there's been a 17 month old boy that's been potty trained it's the the parents have lost their minds and they're crazy and they Excuse me. They dedicated their entire life to getting this kid to go crap on the toilet. Be- yeah. Because no seventeen-month-old little boy is going potty by himself. And I, no I raised, I raised both my kids the same exact way. Yeah. And like one was better than the other yes. one in terms of timing. Like kids just do things on their own time. You can you can maybe sort of structure it in a certain way. But like for anything, sleep yes. training, everything. Like my kids were different. Gonna, they were raised the yes. same way, but they're different. And they're going to do it when they feel like doing it. And that's what they don't tell you about potty training is that – or anything. They're, eventually, they'll just do it. And so don't make a big deal right. of it because you can't really affect it as much as you want to think you can. So just let them – point to the bathroom and try to get them to go there and but don't make a big so. deal of it. Don't make a big deal of it, but especially don't make a, a big deal of it about other people's kids. That's just because you're sure. just because just because your kid did this, slept through the night early. Yes, and, you know, oh, your kid eats vegetables. This is how you do it. Like, stop it. I don't. I don't want to hear about your kid raising at all. Agreed. Totally agreed. Okay, one more story, Ed. We talked last week about those two teachers, local teachers here right. in Orange County, that were banging their students at the beach. Right. We were both very jealous of those kids. Well, so apparently was another teacher at the school. California teacher suspended for Facebook posts defending colleagues accused of sex with students. A teacher at a California high school was put on administrative leave after posting a Facebook message in support of two teachers arrested for allegedly having sex with students at the beach. Sean Patrick Kane, an art teacher at South Hills High School in West Covina. (laughs) Off the board. Yeah, Irish. 
<laughs> no, art teacher. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, art teacher. Yeah, was play. I, I, I'm glad. I just hard to believe that. Hard to believe that art teacher didn't have a, a an effective governor. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, was placed on paid leave Thursday for a Facebook post directed toward the students, which read in part, "You should have just kept your stupid mouth shut and enjoyed it." <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Ed, how crazy is it that an educator showed this kind of lack of judgment? And also, how crazy is it that this guy is 100% right? Yeah, that's the thing. You, you look at this guy and you think, what a moron. Because, And, and I saw another uh, link where it gave you the exact post. And like he had a ton of profanity in the message. Yeah, that's great. Like a lot, lot of F-bombs. And it's like, you're a teacher. I, my, my, I have a couple sisters that are teachers. Like... Social media is a whole different game. You've got to be very careful. Yes. And you can't you, – you, you've really got to be thinking about everything because you just know your students are looking at yeah, it. Yeah, can you – And yeah, go this on. fucking guy is just – He's, he's just it out, out of control dropping F-bombs. But like at the same time, like you said, he couldn't be more right. Yeah. This is, this is the best thing a high school kid can have going for him. Uh, We've already established yes. that it's different with girls versus boys. For boys, this is not traumatic. This is this is the best. No, it is. It's a fantasy. It's a dream come true. Yeah. Uh, and the only reason they get caught is because they brag about it too much. That's the problem. Right. They don't. They don't right. show the proper restraint to to keep a good thing going. Like they they could have probably had lots more sessions with these randy teachers, but they sure. they went and bragged about it, and now everybody's gotten fired. Yeah. Um, Fun ends. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I was going to make another point, but I lost it. That's not, it's not an uncommon occurrence for me. Uh, okay. Well, that's good enough. Um, excellent stories. A lot of good. This has been a good show. Episode 56, Lawrence Taylor, obviously. A uh, lot, a lot of good content on the show. I'm particularly excited about all the listener feedback we got this week. Hopefully we can make that a more regular thing. As long as we get good feedback. But we've been through everything we need to go through. We've talked to our listeners. We've talked about sports. We've talked about why Ed doesn't review non-famous dongs. We, we've talked about teacher sex and Hawaiians. A lot of Hawaii talk today. But we need to get into what is happening in the world of pop culture Celebrity, the Oscars are coming up. The SAG Awards just happened. It's award season. We've been seeing movies. I've seen. I've actually seen. This is one of the years that I've seen quite a few of the movies. I think, I'm, and I'm going to go see that Imitation Game. Yeah, I feel like pretty good. I feel like that's next on my list. Um, and I don't. I don't know about the Stephen Hawking one. Have you seen that? No. Do, are, uh, are you in on seeing it? I mean, it. It's probably interesting, yeah. but it. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm ever gonna feel up for seeing that. You know he he left his wife for his nurse. Yeah, you're right. That's, That's the other good. thing. That's the other thing. You're gonna see a love story and you know ultimately he fucks her over anyway. Right. Even though he's in a wheelchair. Yes, exactly. Uh well let's talk about that. Let's talk about everything that's going on in the world of pop culture. With our very own pop culture correspondent she joins us every week to talk all things pop culture and the bachelor no bachelor report this week unfortunately but we will make do joining us now as always is pop culture correspondent fancy sauce how you doing fancy hello boys I'm hey good. fancy hi you okay over there ed yeah, yeah doing not- great ed you, you got a blizzard i'm no. worried that you're gonna you guys are going to freeze to death. I noticed that there's there's other places that have blizzards, just like there's other places that have hurricanes. But whenever anything happens in New York, it's a little bit worse, isn't it, Ed? <laughs> Would you agree? Oh, kind of like rain in L.A.? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like that, people, that is sort of similar. besides themselves. Yes. I just read on the internet that people are calling it, referring to it as Snowmageddon. Yes, Snowmageddon. Like, they're... they're, they're and this n- is what I picture. I picture Ed and Michelle and the boys being, like, completely frozen in yes. their apartment and not being able to yes. get out and, like an, and get food. It's or, like a high-rise igloo. Yes. Oh, yes. No I, power, I, I saw no a heat. picture... Yeah. I saw a picture of uh, one of my buddies at the supermarket yesterday... And it it looked it looked like I don't know th- the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's people, been cleared they, out. 
it was just everyone was there buying stuff. Yeah, there's we, empty we shelves. Are not, I'm I'm not not proud of this, but I we are severely under no under stocked. <laughs> but like we'll we'll be fine. We got enough mac and cheese in the say. closet for the kids. Yeah. Like there's enough there's enough stuff that we can we can survive. But I don't think it's particularly cold. Like uh, a couple weeks ago, it was single digits. Yeah, I think no. it's supposed to be I, a little no bit above thing. freezing or I, around freezing. I saw on your I saw on your custom weather app that it was like gonna it was like eleven a couple weeks ago. Yeah, because we have real I'm weather here. now. Yeah, it's freezing. Um, do now any concerns about being cooped up indoors with your children? That's the only concern. I don't do, care about snow or any of that. The problem is th- they're going to have uh, off from school tomorrow. Yes, and then. Fine, I can go out and build a snowman with them, or yeah. take them sledding. What's that take? Like, An hour. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, I, I can. I could take them sledding. I could get everything accomplished that I would want to possibly accomplish by like eleven o'clock yeah. tomorrow, and then it's then it's just oh, so I hope you guys like watching any DVD that's available yes. in our house. <laughs> that's right. Get that's the iPads out. Maybe just yeah. like run them up and down the hallways of the yeah, building. Yeah, we, we will absolutely do hallway runs, but like. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. It's not. Make good. them do some push-ups and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Start right. start training them. Fitness. That's right. The cross CrossFit. <laughs> yeah, not a bad idea. Get them. Get them just on. Just work ninety X. Yeah, just work. Yeah, work them into the ground. Love it. Uh, okay, Kate. What is going on in the world of pop culture? Like I said, no Bachelor. We have no update oh, on the me. on the HJ the tent HJ situation. I know, and I really wanted to talk about that after it happened. Me too. I want to know who's getting sexual, who's getting naughty on the Bachelor. We'll have to talk I, about it next week. Yeah. Are they staying in where wherever he lives, or is it like do they go to other countries and stuff? At the moment, it's just been like local. No, Ed, you're playing dumb. Normally, they do go to exotic locales, but apparently, well, I remember when I watched. I remember when I watched one episode, and they were in like the middle of China Viet- having dinner. Yeah, to Vietnam. They were, no, they do that oh, later Vietnam. in the they do that later in the season but when they're when they've done like a lot of calling of the girls. Supposedly, in this season, they're going to try to stay close to home because they want. Want people to experience the Iowa farm life. Wow! So that they're sounds, not going to be going to Reykjavik. That sounds really exciting. Reykjavik, to be on a farm. Reykjavik <laughs> in Iceland, or Oslo. <laughs> oh. Wow, Mister <laughs> Geography, or over there. Copenhagen. Uh, okay, the, can we start my segment now? Beijing, <laughs> where I might have uh, to go. Kuala Lumpur. Kuala. Okay. Is koala that, is an animal in what Australia. What is it? And how do you say it? Koala Lumpur. How about, well, how about what I say? Phenom, koala. Koala Lumpur. Yeah, Phnom Penh. Ed's got it. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know. Ed knows. Okay, Kate. What? Not the Maldives? I'd want to go to the Maldives. Okay, go on, Kate. Tell Auckland? us. <laughs> just keep listing yes. cities. Christchurch. <laughs> Perth. It's, yes. Do you guys know like where Perth is? It's like the most on, isolated city in the world. Yeah, West okay. West Side. It's Western yeah. Australia. West Coast, Best Coast. My bay's from there. That's true. I yeah. know. I, that, why do you think I dropped that knowledge? Yes. What up, Perth? Yeah. What up, Australia? Okay, okay let's get go. started. Yes. I'm going to start with a couple of blind items from um, the website Crazy Days and Nights. Ed, are you into blind items? Are you familiar with the process I'm of blind items? Really into blind items. I'm actually. I, I know them from Howard Stern. Yes. I hate blind items because uh. I just want to know the answer. Yes. I want to know the answer. We're, we're going to guess the answers here. I uh, love blind but items. But do you know? Do you know what what the answer should be? Well, like no one knows. No one knows. But the comments on this particular website, people know. Usually by the third comment, there's a they consensus. Know. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. So the first one, I'll read it, and you guys tell me what you think. This B-plus list mostly movie actor is being nominated left and right this award season for a role. It has also been a new woman almost every night for the married actor. The guy is a tool, always has been, and always will be. Who do you guys think this is? It's an actor who's been nominated for a role left and right, who's married but has been stepping out with a new woman almost every night. Okay. And is a tool. I have an idea. I have an idea. At first, first thing... That jumped out at me is I started thinking who's nominated, and I'm thinking. My, I think Keaton's divorced. My, so we leave him. Michael alone. Keaton. One, Michael Keaton. I don't he's think is married. married. Mm-hmm. Two, he lives in Montana. Like if he's out there running around, slaying it in Montana, that's why you moved to Montana. 
because no one knows your comings and goings. The the TMZ doesn't send a crew to Montana. To and he's the best. We don't, we don't, right. we don't cast this version. And he's the best. J.K. Simmons, I feel like, isn't going to make the TMZ rounds. Right. No. And then the rest of the guys are British. Um, Eddie Redmayne, Cum- Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch just got married, I think. I think, I think, I think he's engaged. engaged. No, Eddie Redmayne just got married. Eddie Redmayne just got married. Cumberbatch is engaged, but then some. I, I cheated a little bit. I just had a look at the nominated people. Well, that's not cheating. And that's I, just a jogging memory. I saw one name on there, and they said, this guy's a tool, and this <laughs> box is checked. Anyone that's ever seen the MTV Generation film, very popular, it's called Reality Bites. It stars, oh. it stars a in her prime Winona Ryder, directed by Ben Stiller, who kind of plays the heavy. He's like the corporate dude and the rebel in that yeah. movie. There's one rebel. He's a fucking douche. Uh, I challenge you to find a lot, of, a lot of years with creative facial hair. That's right. I challenge and you, super scrawny, to find looking, right anything douchier than the time he sings that um, violent femme song in that movie. Yeah. He smokes cigarettes the We've whole time. We've talked about this before. He's the worst. He's pretty good in the movie he's nominated for. He's actually not a bad actor, but I think this is about our old friend Ethan Hawke. Ethan yeah. Hawke, who's married, I believe, to his nanny. Yes. That he cheated on Uma Thurman with. Mm-hmm. Once a cheater, always a cheater. He's out there getting side action while he's riding high on an Oscar nomination. Here's the thing about Ethan Hawke. He's spoken before um, publicly about his uh, non-monogamy. That's right. what he's into. Yep. Um, and so he may have an open marriage, but according to some of these comments. No one has an open according marriage. According to some of these comments. There's no such thing. Ryan, well, Ryan, only the nanny one of the is two not, people knows about it. It's not very, is not cool with the frequency of oh, the right. Well, that, you know, like no one wants to be with someone that's like literally sexing it. someone like, like every other night. Like if you need to for your craft, like bang your co-star, the wife is understanding. But when you're right. when you're running around hide on a Friday night at VIP table calling broads over mm-hmm. you're that looks bad for her can't wait till i get cast in a movie with tom hardy because you would be understanding stop it <laughs> uh i okay. i like my choice of ethan hawk i think that's the consensus that ed too. would you agree well i i thought yeah i i can't think of anyone else yeah me either we went through the list yeah ed, trust me but okay. it's him for uh, sure unless it's steve okay. carell um, Which I doubt. Nah, he's, he seems like... No, nah, he's a good dude. No, he's a good dude. And I, I think he has a solid marriage. And Bradley Cooper, not married, and not... I don't think um, that's his yeah. thing. But that guy's right. slaying it. Yeah. he. I mean, he might be. Maybe. He may be. Maybe. Okay. Okay. The next. next one... Okay, one more. Okay, this one says, The award for most vile-looking hands has got to go to this B-list mostly television actress who is in that hit almost television thing. Nicotine and what? burn marks. So, so she's apparently on a, a a TV show that's not on a network. So, like a, like Netflix, a Netflix type of thing. Mm-hmm. Nicotine and burn marks on the tips of her fingers. Everyone kept expecting her to take out a meth pipe right there in front of everyone. So, someone who has really gnarly hands. Hmm. Not Natasha Leone on that, that would be my guess. Yeah, yeah. but then I thought a, of somebody she's a no, even she's gnarlier. a known crackhead. Yeah. I think I right show, different right show, and it could definitely be her. Wait, you want your movie role, Ed? Uh, about right around September 11th. Yes, September September how- 11th, um, 2011. <laughs> yeah, 2000, 2006. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I I don't remember how it happened, but I got asked if I wanted to be part of some comedy short, and like Rob Rob Hubel was on it. Yeah. He's a funny guy you'd seen in movies. But anyway, she was in it, and this was like in her drug days. Yeah, and she was uh, a mess. She was not doing well that day. Really, on the set, and then uh, and then it was supposed to be in this New York comedy film festival. And I think the film festival was due on September 11th or September 12th, mm. and then they canceled it. And I remember, like, uh, about a month later, like, calling around being like, hey, any chance that a uh, film festival is actually happening? And they're like, you know, it's September 11th, right? 
<laughs> I was like, that's the only time I'm going to be in a movie. Yeah, did you, that's a bummer. Did you see? Did you get side of her hands? Never. What? Uh, no, but I just know she was. She was. I think that's a pretty a solid guess. Yeah, she I'll was. She was real cracky back then. I had also yeah. from Orange Is the New Black. I had Taryn Manning. Mm, is that hey, the, hey, uh, that's 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 my buddy. Oh, it is. is? She follows me on Twitter. Uh, oh, can you, re- yeah. can you reach BF. out? Can you reach out? And maybe- I'll, I'll DM her. Yes. See what see what's up. Be like, can you send hey, us? Can, a I really really like our new black. Uh, yeah. Do you have gross hands? Yeah. <laughs> can we see your hands? Can we get evidence of your hands? <laughs> oh, she's she's awesome on that show. Though. Uh, what do you, yeah, she's great. Kate, let's have a look at the comments. Who's the consensus in the comments? Um, it didn't say Natasha Leon, but I think that's a pretty solid guess. It did mention Sharon Manning. Oh, it did. Um, there was a comment that Brian, I read to Brian, which really um, upset him, and he went into full denial yes. mode. He spiraled That's a little right. bit. That's right. Um, but somebody said that they saw the hands of Allison Brie at the SAG Awards the other night, and that her hands looked like that of a seventy-year-old no, no, woman. No, Allison Brie. Brian loves Allison Brie. Allison and he can't Brie bring himself to is, believe that she would have gross because she's fucking adorable. That's Pete Campbell's wife, right? Yes. Oh, she's cute. Yes, she is. She's everything about her is adorable, and I've looked at her hands online, and her hands are. Somebody big. got a in person up close visual. Her of them, hands. And that's no, what they said. I've seen them this, on the internet. I gotta tell you, this this whole segment feels real mean. Her hands are cute. <laughs> kind of bummed out. Just like this. the rest of her. I'm just reading some, yeah, some some comments. Okay. You're spreading some hate right now. Okay. What's the next one? Okay. Um, Ed, don't be That's it for heart. blind items. Uh, um, now I'm going to m- we'll move on to... This is one of my favorite headlines of the week. Quote, Jeffrey Epstein's Orgy Island. Yes. I can't get enough of this story. story. Oh, this doesn't feel mean at all. No. It's, o- oh, it's only underage sex. Okay, go on. Now this isn't mean. This is like yeah. something that's happened. Okay, not a, so Not a lot of pictures of Taryn Manning's hands on the internet. Ed, you, you might have to reach out. Okay, par- go on. Apparently... Former President Bill Clinton took a romantic jaunt in 2002 to convicted pedophile pal Jeffrey Epstein's Orgy Island with two young girls from New York, according to a shocking new interview. Virginia Roberts, who's accused Epstein of turning her into a quote-unquote sex slave at age 17 and forcing her to sleep with his powerful friends, claimed Clinton stayed in one of the many villas on Epstein's U.S. Virgin Islands estate, where group sex was a regular occurrence. Mm. She doesn't um, have any first-hand knowledge. No. I mean... She didn't, she didn't have sex she, with him and she didn't see him she have didn't, sex. Yeah, but she didn't he, bang Willie Jeff. Right. I feel like he keeps it like he likes I don't what think he, he likes. I don't think that Bill went... Bubba no, went no, to Orgy Island no, no. to work on his tan. Well, I Listen. he might have... But he might have had some legal sex there. Yeah. We, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know anything. We don't know. Yeah. I just, I, if you think All about we know it. is that he was there because his name is on the flight manifest yeah. and he was definitely on he, orgy, yeah. underage Orgy Island. He's been there. Ed, your thoughts? Well, we all, we all notice when when presidents, the before and, before and after pictures, when they take office, looks like they age exponentially. But then all of them live to be freakishly old. That's true. And I think the reason why is because they're getting invites to places like Orgy That's Island. That's true. That's a great point. I, I don't, right? Although I don't feel Keeping like long. I don't feel like Mr. Peanut has spent any time on Orgy Island. He does a lot of third world <laughs> visits. Yeah, building you know, houses. Guy, guys got needs. <laughs> and, and, whether whether he's in the you know he's repairing the old uh, Khmer Rouge homes or or whatever. He's, guys got needs at night. If you say so. To, um, update. So, update. Okay. Uh, Taryn Manning's hands look fine to me. Okay. Continue. Did you Google Natasha Leon's? Um, no. So either way, um, you know Prince Andrew and now Clinton have been linked to Jeffrey Epstein's underage sex. Who else? Ring. Bill Clinton. Prince Andrew. Oh yeah, we know about, know about that. He, he was definitely, definitely getting down. Definitely underage, or is it just? I, I just thought Orgy Island was just lots of sex. No, the, the, what's your name was underage. All these girls were this underage. Virginia girl, yeah. Oh, no. Okay, I've got some news from Sundance, which is happening now. Right. The film festival. So an executive at Paramount Pictures has claimed that Emile Hirsch, the actor, assaulted her on Sunday mm. night at Town Eye Club um, in Park City, Utah. A source tells um, tells us that the confrontation did take place between Hirsch and the, the exec about 3 a.m. in the morning. Um, and that she was looking to press charges against Emil. I feel like Emil Hirsch is due for like a LaBeouf style breakdown. 
He seems like an angry dude. Yeah. He, he named does. his kid Valor. Yeah, he he knocked up some rando in Florida, and she had his kid. That's that's a big mistake. Um, also, he's a really good actor. He was in yeah, that shot into the wild. He was very good in that. But I feel like he could be tormented. I don't know one thing about the guy. Yeah. Um, so I'll keep you guys posted about what happens. Please do. Um, okay. Yet another woman has come forward with rape allegations against Bill Cosby. Oh, what's this? A um, hundred? Uh, Are we in the triple like digits that. yet? Yeah. Uh, Sindra Ladd, a former entertainment exec who's been married for 30 years to film producer Alan Ladd Jr., claims that Cosby drugged and then raped her during a date in New York in 1969. That doesn't sound like the Bill Cosby I know. (laughs) It's not a familiar story at all. She says, it never occurred to me to go to the police, she told the Huffington Post. It was a different time and date rape was a concept that didn't exist, Um, which sounds about right. The sexual, right. the sexual assault allegedly happened on a night she told Cosby she couldn't go out because of a headache, she writes. She was 21 at the time, by the way. He told me he had a miracle cure his doctor uh, had given him. Well, that would get I've heard of, about this cure before. That would get rid of the headache, she claims. He went into another sleepy. room, came back with a capsule. I asked a couple of times what it was. Each time he reassured me, asking, don't you trust me? Of course I did. This was Bill Cosby. No, I don't. She says she does like such a weird fetish. She like has a very specific fetish. Very that he specific. Has to provide yes. The drug. Clearly. Um, so then she says everything was very hazy, but what I do recall call vividly and clearly is waking up the next morning nude in the bed of his friend's apartment, which is not where she was when she took the capsule, and seeing Cosby wearing a white terry cloth bathrobe and acting as if nothing was unusual. It was obvious to me that he had had sex with me. I was horrified, embarrassed, and ashamed. Sad story. Wow. Um, you know, I, I I was just thinking, this past week I read a great interview, or just a quote from Malcolm Jamal Warner, and he's like, well, the Bill Cosby I know. I read that too. Theo. Didn't do this. It's like, hey, Theo, do you think he was pulling you aside and trying to trying to have sex with you? Like, you didn't fit any profile. Yeah, and it's not you're like not his bring type. You in, yeah. Hey, come into my trailer. I want to show you how I rape people. Super right. stupid. Of, of course he's not telling you. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's with all these women coming forward. It's you know, if it were one or two, and maybe they were like less established. These are all women that this happened to many, many years um, ago. Lad has also said this is the first time she's spoken about it publicly, and it'll be the last time. Right. She's not looking to sue. She doesn't need the money. I people think that, she's just people speaking have up. that nothing to gain. This is from just this. in solidarity yes. to add to the yes. to the you know the weight of all these claims. So um, you know, good for her. Yes. Uh, okay, what else, Kate? Um, as we've mentioned before, HBO Films is releasing a documentary about my favorite pretend religion, Scientology. And I, for one, couldn't be more excited. Ed, are you okay with being mean to Scientology? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, the expose aims a bit further than the church, however, including some startling allegations regarding its most famous member, who is... Tom Cruise. That's right. Um... According to the Daily Beast, the film claims that the Church of Scientology used a number of intimidation tactics to force crews to split from their wife, Nicole Kidman, such as hiring a private investigator, wiretapping Kidman's phone, while simultaneously keeping crews under careful watch, auditing his every move, also all the way to re-educating his adopted children to reject their mother and allow crews to reclaim custody. Was she so. an SP, a suppressive person? Yes, apparently yes. she was. Her so father was a, yeah. a, they call them SP, like a suppressive person. Yeah. They, they're, they're, their language is so weird and creepy. It's so fucking Twilight Zone. It is. Everything about you know Scientology is, is Twilight Zone. What, Ed? You know what else is creepy? What? Every religion. I had to go to a christening this weekend. I, I was in a church. It is really creepy. Pretty weird. All, uh, it, weird really. it weirds me out. The imagery. And people in religion that like kind of anoint themselves with this sort of moral superiority and power that yeah. just tell you, like, I'm great because, right. you know, yeah. I'm doing God's work or whatever it may be. Right. You're all so insane and creepy to yeah. me. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Can't um, disagree. So I'm really excited about the this Scientology documentary, which is um, coming out later this year. Me too. I couldn't be yeah. more excited about it. This yeah, is the, I, really, I live for this kind of shit. Me too. Yeah. Um, all right. That's Excellent. It. That's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Kate. Excellent job. Very much enjoyed the Why, blind items. Very sad. We did not get to speak about the Bachelor as it has not yeah. aired. Ed? That hurts. That one hurts. Yeah. That's a little tough. 
Um, but we will catch up with it next week. Um, thank you to everybody. Thank you to all of our listeners, emailers, voicemailers, tweeters, everyone that involves themselves with the show, that listens to the show, that shares our links on Facebook. We very much appreciate all the feedback we get from you and you carrying our voices to your friends. Kate, you have something to say. Yeah. Can I just say, if anyone t- wants to tweet to me about The Bachelor tonight, um, maybe I'll read some of those tweets next week. If they're good. There you go. Excellent idea. Tweet, Kate, all of your Bachelor related. The thing is, you're not always watching it live, so you might have to catch up on the tweets later. That's okay. But they yeah. can still tweet me while they're watching it. Yeah. I don't need to tweet, be watching it at the tw- same time. When you're watching The Bachelor next week, tweet, Kate, what you're watching. Um, and interact with her that way and do the same with Ed Daly. Ed Daly, big, <laughs> big bachelor fan. Yeah. Lots of theories on Chris and Jillian and Caitlin, Whitney, Brit, 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 Jade, Jade, all of the above. They're <laughs> all super fun. And Ed wants to talk about all of them with you. Uh, we'll do, we'll do more of bachelor next week as well as all the other stuff that we talk about here on the show. So please join us again for that. Until then, for Ed Daly, for Fancy Sauce, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. See you later.